0: We've been talking a lot about the Supreme Court hearing today, of course, involving uh, the Trump team in Colorado's ballot, but there's a lot of other stuff going on in Washington. Now we're joined by Washington correspondent Scott McFarlane. Congress has been busy lately, a lot of headlines right now. Uh, Scott, we know that there was a failed vote uh, to impeach. Secretary of uh, the Homeland Security and uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Also, this ongoing debate over uh, border funding, uh, funding for other entities like Israel and Ukraine. What's going on on the Hill today?
1: Congress is busy, busy twisting itself into a pretzel (laughs) and finding no path forward on what usually are pretty easy things. Um, The impeachment vote you referenced failed by just one vote. They came up one short House Republicans did try to impeach Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, claiming he's not following border law and breaching the public's trust. But it's so rare, it's exceedingly rare for U.S. House leaders to put a bill on the floor that's not certain to pass. So its collapse was striking and, to a degree, pretty embarrassing for Republican leaders. They'll try again, likely next week. But in the meantime, they are inflaming an already fiery and gridlocked Congress As the Senate was trying to pass new border security law, that also collapsed without much of any Republican support and even a few Democratic defections on a plan the White House endorsed and Senate leaders endorsed. They're really nowhere on these things. And it's going to get harder and harder the closer and closer we get to elections.
0: Yeah, and we know uh, one thing when it came to some of that uh, the uh, the border bill, especially even you know House Speaker Johnson said if it passes the Senate, it's net on arrival here because it's going to be used as an election uh, kind of topic on you know probably both sides, but one side presumably more than the other. So I mean, is there any likelihood that? anything actually gets done between now and November, knowing how kind of, you know, I don't want to say toxic, but how toxic things have been in Congress these days.
1: That's a good question. I think the window just passed. I think this was the last train out of the station, so to speak, to get major border security, bipartisan border security legislation through. And I think the people who wrote the bill from both parties are especially frustrated because they realized that, that this was the moment perhaps the last moment this year to get it done. And what I think was so striking wasn't that support collapsed for the bill, but how quickly support collapsed for this proposal. Again, here's the key tenets. It's $118 billion. It includes money for Ukraine and Israel, but also significant tightening of border security measures, tightening the restrictions for asylum, speeding up the asylum process, giving the administration the power to shutter the border if and when there's a surge of migrants there, and any other number of measures, more border agents, more money for cities dealing with the crisis. And Republicans helped draft the bill. Republican leader Mitch McConnell supported the bill. And moments, not hours, moments after it was posted Sunday night, Republicans began to defect. And I think it's no um, coincidence that Donald Trump opposed this bill, and his party followed suit.
0: And, and, you know, that just points to... Uh, perhaps uh, the uh, party putting politics above policy in this case, Uh, perhaps not wanting to give a win to uh, while President Biden is in office.
1: The lead author of this legislation is a Republican from Oklahoma named James Lankford, who is is unequivocally a conservative and somebody who'd been endorsed by Donald Trump during his reelection in 2022. And Senator Lankford says this was a remarkably conservative bill. He was surprised by how much he got in concessions from Democrats in the White House, but this was what Republicans were asking for. And he accuses some people in his own party of sowing misinformation about it, distorting it, misrepresenting it as they try to, you know, galvanize opposition. Well, whether or not that's so, they sure were successful at galvanizing galvanizing opposition. And I think there's a bigger picture here that's worth noting to your question. Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader, wasn't just supporting this bill. He was triumphantly championing this bill, trying to mobilize his team to get behind it. And his team did not follow him. Just four Republicans voted for this thing yesterday. Four out of 49. Mitch McConnell at this moment and moving forward seems to be a leader without followers.
0: Yeah, and we know, as you mentioned, this uh, could have been that train leaving the station moment because we've got the election coming up. Uh, Of course, obviously, the presidential will garner headlines, but there will be other members in uh, both chambers that will be up for re-election. The tides could swing, and uh, we could also see the potential, I'd assume, for some retaliation if there is a change in the majority that – then all of a sudden don't want to work because uh, any efforts to be bipartisan at this go-around were uh, shot down. And what you'd mentioned is likely billed as and uh, championed as a pretty conservative measure and a win for what a lot of people are ultimately saying they want to see on the southern border.
1: It's not just that an election is coming, because so, there's always kind of an election coming. it. The general election nine months away with both parties seeming to have their presumptive nominees. It's that the congressional primaries are just weeks away, including, of course, in Colorado. And there are people who do not want to take a tough vote right now for fear that they'll get outflanked on the other side in a primary election. Those things are just weeks away, which made this a pretty narrow needle to thread in the first place once those primaries begin, once the elections begin for parties to choose their nominees for Congress. For the Senate, for the House. Bipartisan legislating becomes near impossible in a Congress that's this toxic.
0: All right. Well, that's a lot to take in, but we appreciate it. Scott McFarland joining us here on KRDO's Morning News. Thank you.